Welcome to Word on the Street, a weekly podcast from Barclays UK, where our experts help ordinary investors make sense of the latest news and events impacting the world's financial markets. This week, we discuss the UK feel-good factor, the impact of a weak pound and low interest rates, and what to expect from the new UK Prime Minister, with Mike Haslam, Head of Funds Distribution, and Jean-Paul Yeagers, Head of Asset Allocation. Welcome to Word on the Street. My name is Mike Haslam, and this is my opportunity to look back over the week um, and have a look at some of the news stories that have been making the headlines in the media. And to help me sift through this and help explain what's been going on behind the headlines, I'm joined by Jean-Paul Yeager, Head of Asset Allocation. Thank you for joining me today. I want to start off with the UK, and I'm kind of getting this feeling or this perception of some kind of feel-good factor in the UK. Um, it's not just in the sport. So uh, we've had the cricket, we've had the Women's Football World Cup, we've got the Rugby World Cup to come, and obviously the Ashes to win as well. But we've, but I've kind of sensed this over the last kind of five, six, seven years, ever since probably 2012 when the uh, when the Olympics were staged in the UK, uh, where you know, the, the, or or maybe it's the sun. There's the, this this kind of uprising of a feel-good factor, and even in the economy, we're seeing this as well. So we've got unemployment at its lowest since 1974. The FTSE is now what tintering, you know, around seven and a half thousand, very close to all-time highs, and interest rates are at virtually all-time lows as well. Good, I guess, for investing and capital spending. Uh, we've also had news as well that Jaguar um, is to build a new electric XJ model here in the UK in Birmingham, and we've had pretty decent housing um, numbers picking up as well. And the whole Brexit side, we seem to have this sense of you know, just get on with it and move on. So everything's seeming a little bit more more positive, JP. What do you sense? Hello, Mike. Um, yeah, as is so often the case with an economy, it's, there are always positives and negatives we can find. Um, indeed, as we look to the employment rate, we see it's at a four-decade low, and in combination with wages were, are rising, we see that consumers are in a good shape when we look at retail sales. So indeed, there are a lot, lot of good things that suggest the economy is in a good shape. But on the same time, we also see that companies are holding back on investments. We see some signs of a running up of inventories. And some parts, we see house prices softening a bit as well. So it feels there are a bit of fingerprints on the economy as well, with the likely suspect of Brexit. So does this mean I should be investing now? If I'm feeling good, if I'm feeling confident, should I be investing now? If you, if you invest, and in particular for the long term, you will never find the perfect moment. Uh, it... it, it we always tell the clients it's about diversification and diversify your investments and let the power of compounding, rebalancing and diversification come together in a multi-asset portfolio. The number of things we know almost for certain is that events do come and go and we know that assets are really comfortable and profitable at the same time. Okay, so the only worrying thing that is uh, possibly impacting me personally at the moment is I'm looking at the, the strength of sterling, so the strength of the pound. So about this time of year, you know, we, we, all, we all wander down the post office, pick up our currency for um, holidays. And this year, we are going to find that we will be picking up a few less euros, a few less dollars for our pound. Is that, you know, what's, what's, the, what's the story behind that? Yeah, that's correct, Mike. So, so we see that sterling dropped in value uh, as, as the no deal Brexit gets more airtime. So you will get fewer euros and fewer dollars for your pound. Uh, we see that both versus the euro and the dollar, uh, the pound lost almost 6% in, in, in the past few months. And where we mainly will see this is, uh, and quite directly, because the UK is quite an open economy, is in import prices. So if you go for groceries and they come from abroad, that's where you will see prices picking up. 
And we saw this drop off in 2016 as well. And exactly. So that, that, that's a good example. After the referendum outcome in 2016, the pound dropped quite materially. And we did see that inflation, and that's the, the pace of price rises for a basket of consumption goods, did pick up afterwards in the UK. And finally, sticking in the UK, um, a new prime minister. Um, any impact? Will we be seeing some impact from here? Okay, yeah, there is one task the, the new prime minister has to face, and that, that's delivering Brexit. Um, for us as investors, it's hard to see the developments ahead of time, because as we have seen, it can take many twists and turns along the way. But let's move over now across the pond to the US. Um, I've been reading a lot about interest rates and the possibility of rates falling. Um, but what does this mean for investors? What would that mean, mean for me? So as, as an investor, if you buy shares, uh, you, in a way you buy future earnings. And how much you're willing to pay for those future earnings depends in a way on the alternative. You could put your money in the bank or you could buy those shares. If you earn 5% in the bank account and, and, and would buy the shares, it might be different than if you get 0% in the bank account and buy the shares. So at zero, you're pr more likely to buy shares if you think they're returning more than those 0%. Got it. So it's me, instead of putting the money in the bank account, thinking, actually, I'm going to bet on that company delivering um, higher earnings next year. I think I'm going to buy those shares. Exactly. Okay, get it. So low interest rates, more positive for equities. And I guess how you value equities, not the not the company themselves. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so with that in mind, with rates coming down, does that mean you are positive on US equities then? Must be good. So at the moment in US equities, we hold a similar proportion in client accounts as we would usually have. So we're not particularly optimistic or pessimistic. Uh, we, we do think that interest rates are helpful for stock markets in the US, but at the same time, we also think that earnings could disappoint a bit. Got it. Okay. So we've covered US, UK. Any final thoughts on markets in general? We start at our conversation. We talked about diversified portfolios. So what we do for clients is we hold a range of assets. So we hold bonds, stocks. Uh, and at the moment, if we look at the world, we don't up particularly excited nor very pessimistic, but there are, I think, a lot of things going on at the moment. So if you look at trade wars, if you look at Brexit, so in that way, we're relatively neutral positioned at the moment. And that's the, your role, obviously, to understand what's going on, what's valued in, and then to manage the investments accordingly. Yes, indeed. JP, thank you very much for your time today. Um, very insightful as always. Thank you. All investments can fall as well as rise in value, and their past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. This podcast is not a personal investment recommendation.